This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello. And welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? Rhoda Lai. And what is your primary role in the line dance community, would you say? Mm, well, I started with uh, being an instructor, and then I turned to be a choreographer. started with, uh, in 2012. And now I've been traveling uh, to different places to teach. So it's no. interesting. What, what are some dances that folks uh, might recognize of yours? Mm, my first dance is Twinko, and then there comes uh, Bang, mm-hmm. which everybody enjoy that one. Uh, it's, uh, it's a phrase dance, but it's not that hard, mm. I would say. Uh, what else? Let me think. Love Me Like You is an easy cha-cha. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And uh, where are some of the different places that you have uh, traveled now that you have been on the instruction circuit? Mm, uh, we started, let me think, uh, Tampa, Vegas, Chicago, Boston, Fun in the Sun in Orlando, uh, Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, Taipei, uh, China in Shanghai and Hangzhou, uh, Hong Kong. There must be more. Well, back in, back home in Toronto for sure. Um, Detroit, yeah. Well, the, oh, the more yes. coming. Oh yes, City, right? <laughs> huh. Well, I mean, after having been to all of those places, you must have a, a pretty uh, well-tuned sense of like what makes for a good event or a smooth event as an instructor. What are some of the characteristics of an event that you are most excited to be part of when you go to one? I think the most exciting part is to see my friends mm-hmm. in the first moment when you walked in and, and they welcome you as a big family and we hug each other, we miss each other all the time and, and you can see the, the, the warm feeling of it mm-hmm. being a part of the family and uh, I enjoy dancing next to my friends so these friends are, are just, the friendship is precious that's only in events you can see them and you can you can just enjoy the whole weekend together laughing and giggling and dancing and grooving on the floor and that's what it makes a, the best event I would think. Is there a style of dance that you lean most uh, toward that um, whether it's one of yours or somebody else's is there a kind of music or a, a beat or a, maybe a rhythm that you just keep coming back to because it just lights you up inside? Um, actually no I, I do everything. Hmm. I, I I like Latin, and that's what I started uh, when I was young. I compete in Latin, and and that thrills me a lot. And you know, I just love the the music. Um, I try to do the the, the hip hop. I, I never learn hip hop, but <laughs> I try to make the move happen. Um, I, I enjoy that. So if the music is good, you know, you can just move. Mm-hmm. Whatever moves you, and that's a good good one. How do you discover music for yourself when you're choreographing? Mm. Well, here and there I listen to music uh, when I have spare time, mm. and if I have. Right. <laughs> uh, or friends who just suggest me songs. My husband's also s- sometimes you know, help me with that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you do collaborations with other choreographers? I did. I did quite a few, yeah. Mm. Well, which ones would you, would you uh, highlight? Let me think. Uh, I did one with Rhea Waltz and Neil Paulson. Mm-hmm. And that's called That's the Only Way, and we did that in Taipei. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did Trudy with Jose, mm-hmm. which is awesome with him. You know, he's a fun person. Uh, what else did I do? 
uh, Amy Glass, she still look pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one with her. We were so girly with me mm-hmm. uh, together, you know. It's one of my favorites. Thank you. <laughs> That's Megan Barsuli sitting to my left. <laughs> what would you say is, um, or, or if there are any, what would you say uh, would characterize the difference between choreographing on your own versus with a choreographer? What are some different uh, things that you think about uh, when you're just kind of alone in your own headspace versus balancing out eight counts with somebody else? Hmm. I think it's the interaction that we get from each other. Uh, oh, I forgot one more. It's from oh, Ruben. Ruben and uh, Joe, Joe Kinza. Mm-hmm. We did Neverland. Mm-hmm. And that was an awesome, awesome dance that I think uh, we did. Um, depending on situation, sometimes we sit in the room and we work together, like uh, one or two pieces of it. The other time, like, let's say it's still a pretty, uh, we did it over the, the phone, over the WhatsApp, and we just bounce each other with ideas and we change things around. So I like the interaction of, you know, oh, I, I think this is too hard, this is too fast a turn, and people actually instantly give you the comments on the parts that you, you're trying to create. Whereas if you do it yourself, is you, you are the only one to do be, to be the judge mm-hmm. of your own dance. So, yeah. Mm. So that's a... A, a good thing, I would say, mm-hmm. to work together. How long had you been teaching before you started choreographing? This is my 12 years teaching. Holy cow. Yeah. So you must know all the ins and outs and tips and tricks and all that good stuff. Uh, I wish I had learned <laughs> everything, but no, nobody learned everything yet. <laughs> do you teach all levels of, of yes, dance? Yes, I do. What would you say you do the same in all the classes that you teach uh, that's just generally consistent and good ideas to, to have for all of them and in what ways do you maybe do certain things differently for your beginners versus your more experienced dancers well we try to take it easy for the beginner you know not too not too fast uh, the song has to be something that easy for them to count so that's something that I look at you know whether it's a good beginner dance or not mm. um, and I keep venturing into new songs and new dance not not like you know s- there's some dance group that oh y- you have beginner you have to follow these 40 dances and now you can move on to new dances uh, I actually don't do it that way I do a mix and match mm. so that they don't, they don't get bored in the same group of dance and they get new music oh something that pops in in the radio they hear that and they have uh, a little bit of a connection to the current music yeah that's mm. what I do mm. And how do you retain students who have been bitten by the beginner bug and you know, they're, they're in the class, they're thinking about maybe challenging themselves more? How do you keep them interested? <sighs> well, like what I said, you have to get new dances in, mm-hmm. not just the classic and old, old, old dance. They are good, but we need some new one just to keep them coming with a new idea. Because whenever you have new dance, there might be a new element of dance steps that Mm -hmm. you can introduce. Not to the beginner, but maybe more to the uh, improver. Mm -hmm. Is there anything special that you do for advertising, like the local paper or maybe public events? Actually, I don't do any any advertising at all. Oh, wow. How do people find out about your class? Word of mouth. Nice. Yeah. Must be working out for like twelve years. Well, now. we started with a uh, uh, posting flyer in different places. Um, that works for a little bit, but once you get your class go- going, uh, people actually know where the classes are. And, you know, there's so many choices back home and, and where I live. So yeah. 
What can you tell us about your personal style and how do you keep everything so intact and immaculate as you travel from place to place to place? Do you have any secret checklist or anything that, uh, that makes things easier for you? Well, not at all. I just go with whatever I need every day and then I remember do a checklist on what I, what I start with a day, what I need, and then end of the day, you know, just pack like that. Hmm. And how did you <laughs> develop your personal style? Mm. And how would you describe it? You know what? It's a good question. I never thought of mm. asking myself. Um, I would say I incorporate everything that I've learned in my dance and presenting it in a graceful way, you know. That's I was, how I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking also in terms of like uh, the highlights, the, the purple oh, the highlights highlight, and yeah. eyeshadow. You, you're very well matching uh, <laughs> today. You've got the purple boots and then pink nail polish. And then you've got elements of pink and purple in your blouse. And then you've got the really nice the, uh, purple highlights in your hair. A little bit of pink in here. Oh, and a little bit of pink, yeah. Yeah, so uh, what, what uh, draws you to this uh, sort of bright... Um, uh, makeup, would you say? Or not makeup in, in the sense of makeup, makeup, but in the sense of like head to toe put togetherness. Okay. Uh, well, my my hair started with my 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 student, who's uh, who worked in the salon. So she helped me with you know shaping how my hair looks. So that that's a good helper because she, um, she would actually tell me this is good for me. She would never ask me what color is good and she just put it on and surprise me hmm. and it's always good to, to have someone like that you know give me an image consulting yeah but for the I don't know just I like <laughs> the kit I like to match colors so okay if I can <laughs> as somebody who has been to as many events as you have uh, if you were putting on an event let's say and you had complete control over you know, the space DJ instructors, things like that. What would, what would make for a perfect event for you? Like knowing what you like, if you could put all those elements together for yourself, what what do you think would make it uh, the best event it could be? Mm, okay, uh, we have to look at the audience. Mm -hmm. If I'm hosting events, I look at the audience. What are the type of dance in terms of the level mm -hmm. to fit the the category? Well, you can have an event that target advanced dance, but most of them are like beginner. You know, it's just not fair for them, and they they, they won't ha enjoy a good time. Mm -hmm. And likewise, reverse. You know, if it's too easy for the advanced dancer, it won't be good. So if I if I'm doing an event, I would do a variety mm -hmm. of different levels. Hopefully, everybody can have uh, enjoyment of different things. Um, and also, it's very important for the open dance for people to enjoy that something that they know. You know, you have to play something that they know, and then they they will be on the floor. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are some beginner dances that people, when they see, they want to pick up? Uh, what has been successful in your class for introducing new dances to new dancers? Oh, I always love Joe Thompson. Mm -hmm. um, come dance with me, mm -hmm. Joe and Joe Tango. You can't go wrong with that. You know, every party, I, I almost put that in instantly without thinking. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Hayao Cha, mm -hmm. you know, by Jamie and 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 Joe, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that one too. Not really a beginner, but improver. People enjoy that one. Mm -hmm. So yeah. If there's anything that you, let's say, you have the ear of all the line dancers on Line Dance Planet, uh, 
are, are there any messages that you would want to convey to them? Like anything that you'd want to ask them to think about or to do, uh, maybe to bring to a, an upcoming event? Mm. Uh, I see line dancing as a fusion of all kinds of style. So I hope that people can embrace different things, and that's why I don't stuck with just hip hop, just Latin, just country. Uh, I hope that people can appreciate different type of music and execute differently in different music. For the same step, actually, you can do different things mm -hmm. when you hear different music and you fit the same steps, mm. if, if you understand what I mean. It's not only just the attitude, it's to deliver the styling according to the music and make it original. You own the dance if you understand the music, if you understand the steps, and don't just copy, copy. Mm. Yeah, make it your own. Would you say that there's a difference at all in who you are during a dance compared to being off the dance floor? Because I've seen you do bang, and man, you get moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my dance, that's why. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. You, you just melt into the music, mm -hmm. and that's what draws the movement. Like, if I'm sitting down, of course, I'm not going to be like hyper and jumping around like that, right? So. If I hear the music and it moves me, you know, then I would do creative move. And I can actually do different things in different phasing mm -hmm. of the music too. So yeah, make it interesting. Mm -hmm. Earlier you had mentioned about knowing your audience and you also mentioned that you've been overseas. What would you say maybe culturally or just from what you've noticed yourself, um, what would be some of the differences that you've noticed among dancers in say East Asia or North America or anywhere else that you've been, and what are some um, similarities, some things that just seem common among all the line dancers in, in this community? Oh, the commonality would be everybody are friendly. Mm -hmm. Like everyone, everyone, well, when I go overseas, they treat me like a friend. Mm -hmm. They take me every place to, to you know, just sightseeing and, and try different food. I, I think that's so nice of, uh, having a friendship around the globe that you know they embrace me in as, as a friend so that's touching hmm. and are there any I know that some places are maybe more prone to hugging than others are there any differences that you've seen um, for you know, the different communities that you you have uh, visited I think hugging is like a general gesture that everywhere goes oh, yeah okay and now, if people, wanted, if people wanted to get in contact with you, what would be the best way for them to find you online or where, wherever well, you would prefer? Well, the best way for me uh, is Facebook. Mm. Okay, so I, I'm always on my Facebook with the messenger and an update. Um, I have a website, lightdance.net. That's my website. Mm. Um, you can always call me, you know, email me. You know, and what, easy. What, uh, what are your phone and email uh, specifics? Oh, my phone number is uh, 647-295-3833, and my email is easy. It's my first name, Rhoda, underscore, my husband's name, Eddie, at yahoo.ca. What would the spelling be on Rhoda and Eddie? It's R-H-O-D-A, underscore, E-D-D-I-E, at yahoo.ca. Cool. My true CA. CA, yeah. It's Canada. That's tricky, yeah. Any thoughts from Megan? Um, yeah, one of my favorite things I always ask instructors or choreographers is um, something that has absolutely nothing to do with line dance, which is 
what is like one of your guilty pleasures that has nothing to do with line dance? Um, sometimes it's, you know, reading books or sometimes it's eating, you know, random foods. Um, I know, uh, I've spoken to a couple people and they've said like, you know, spending time with their family is their guilty pleasure just in general, because they never get to do that with all the traveling. So I'm just curious what, uh, your guilty pleasure might be. You know what? I try my best to balance my life with less sleep in a way to have time with the family. Let's say when I finish my class, immediately I think of my daughter. Immediately I call my husband and, and see where he is and try to connect with him. Uh, I wish I had more time with the family. Mm. And that's, I think, is a common thing for most of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was trying to think there was one other one that I was thinking of earlier. Oh, um, when it comes to choreography and instructing, uh, what advice could you give uh, people who are looking to get into that or are looking to develop their own style of choreography and of teaching? Mm. Well, I have to learn it myself, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, choreography parts, okay. Uh, Pick a music that moves you as well as um, what other people would enjoy. You know, sometimes when you hear music, it might not be very clear with the beats, and it could be clear for you, it might not be clear for some others. So be considerate with, you know, how you think of music in that sense. Um, secondly, make sure you really like that music before you start because if you don't like it you have to dance it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so don't force yourself and make it happen something that you like your move will naturally come just like bang when I hear the music I got part B immediately mm -hmm. and that's, that's something that you know naturally would come yeah I've heard some folks say that um, it's better to release just a few dances a year and really teach those uh, until nobody's left on the floor to learn them. I've heard other people say that they just, as soon as they have a dance, they're like, oh yeah, well, we'll put it out there because you know, right now is when the song is popular. Where do you fall in that spectrum? Which, which way do you prefer? Mm. I just go whatever I, I, I feel like it because sometimes I, I create a lot of dances in one event and then I create one or two in another event. So it depends. It depends on time, and it depends on the song. If it's really, really a hot song, you know how it is nowadays, everybody jumped onto any good music. Mm. So mm -hmm. if you want to have it, and it, you, you don't want to uh, intimidate other people or offend other people, if you think that it's hot, you should just do it. Mm. All right. And our final question, uh, before we let you get back in there, what dance would you recommend everyone go learn right now? Oh, wow, that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. mm. Aside from mine? Oh, no, including <laughs> yours. yours. Yeah. Um, hmm. There's so many, really. I, I, I can't just pick one. Oh, it won't be fair. If you have like a top 27, I mean, you could just start, <laughs> start from one and head down from there. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, well, I still have to learn quite a few from this workshop, too. Um, but currently, let me think, I like Tick Tick Boom, I think it's cute, with the hand. Um, I like 
my own summer thing because it's ABC. I seldom get that kind of music where it fits with three different styles of music tune in one, mm. and it's very easy to to pick. You know whether it's A or whether it's B, whether it's C. So it just naturally comes that way. So I like that one. Um, what else? Let me think. I think Serious Love is is a hot one, but it's a very smooth one. So I like that one too. Uh, I heard a lot a lot of good things about Rachel's new dance, but I haven't learned it. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to to learn that learn that one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and sitting You're down welcome. with us here on the Line Dance Podcast. We look forward to seeing you at many more events to come. Thank you. Thank you for having me.